What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 74 of the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatt. With me, as always, is Madrid Devon. You'll never see it coming. Chris Montabano. What's going on? Josh Jones. Hi. And Jalen Roberts. How dare you talk about my child like that? <laughs> we got a jam-packed show for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about the Game Awards. We're going to be talking about the Kind of Funny Games Showcase. We're going to talk about Smash Bros. and Fire Emblem Heroes, interestingly enough. So like we said on last week's episode of the podcast, the Game Awards were Thursday night. And we had some predictions. We had some just kind of... We didn't want to get too into it because it was literally happening the next day and there weren't that many leaks about it. Yeah. But the Game Awards this year was solid. Fuego. I so solid. I thoroughly fire. enjoyed watching the Game Awards Heck, this year. I actually watched it this year, not catching all the important stuff off of Twitter and YouTube the next day. Well, it was worth it. The like, fact that we were live in the Discord just... Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, just wild going fire. Yeah. I think yeah, I watched three was, fourths of it. You watched three fourths. Yeah, I had to get the. Mi- I watched like three release. fourths. Oh yeah, you did have. You missed the persona. I mean, I was watching it at the GameStop, but one dude had a switch and was playing Stardew, and I got stuck in a Stardew Valley conversation for forty-five minutes. <laughs> It'd be like that. Yeah. So real life Stardew Valley. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So a the fan. Game Awards. Started off with one of the greatest like moments for me in gaming ever. Sean Layton, Phil Spencer, and Reggie Fizeme shared a stage to just thank gamers for being gamers. Thank the industry for being such an amazing industry. True. It was just wasn't the best speech ever. No. But it was really I took a picture of the TV. I, I'm like, I know there are gonna be screenshots of this later. But I just have to like have this picture of these three on a stage together. It was something that has literally never happened before. PlayStation, Nintendo, and Sony, or PlayStation, Nintendo, and Microsoft. Right. Just right. dog. I saw this shit. I was like, crossplay confirmed. Right. And then they didn't say anything about it. So yeah. No. Like, crossplay. Oh, yeah. What? They got off and it was just the three CEOs were just up seeing there. them together yeah. i'm like this is where they announce it i'm like no 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 they're going to come back at the end of the show and be like oh yeah crossplay for everything right now but no that didn't happen nah. we got something better yeah so one of the big things that happened uh, we talked about the epic game store launching last podcast and it actually launched during the game awards and a lot of the games that were announced or talked about at the game awards came out as Epic Store exclusives, including Hades, which I am going to be all over that Look, game. Look, I'll follow Supergiant into the ground. Like, that's just how it is. It's Supergiant. And apparently, so I was on board at first Stylish. because it's their isometric. It had the, the layout was so similar to Transistor. I'm like, this just looks like Transistor 2. But apparently it's more combat focused and it's also a roguelike. So now people are saying it's like if Transistor were dead cells in Greek mythology. And I'm like, yo, you just sold me on a game so hard. That's exactly what it looked like. like. I was how, like, yeah. How do you sell me harder this. on a game that I was already going to buy? <laughs> right. How do you, I'm about to buy it close. on PC and I don't even have a PC. Like, it can't run on my Mac. Oh, and I'm man. like, shame. <laughs> oh, that sucks, But dude. I mean, I'm down for Feels like, bad, man. <laughs> buying into Supergiant. Because it'll come to Mac before it comes out. Part of the early access is going to be getting it to work on Mac. So. I will say, I'll let you know how that game is next podcast. 
Oh. I'll let you know. I'll try and find a way to play that game. I might try it. Is it multiplayer? No. Uh, no. None of their games have been multiplayer. Either. Except for Pyre. Pyre had yeah. competitive two-player multiplayer. That would have been. It would have been cool if you could have uh, six people played magical basketball. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah. I, that game company <clears throat> and Supergiant and Blizzard. Those are the three developers that have folders on my PlayStation because they're just. Hit after hit after hit. Like, I'm really waiting on that game company's next game. Because now Journey's coming to PC. Which is really crazy. Which is one of the announcements <coughs> we got out of the game. Awards. Yeah. And I mean, yes. I've played Journey PS3 and PS4. Mm-hmm. And so... Such a relaxing game. It's so... Ooh. It's it put me in a really good place playing it. Yeah. It feels so good. Beautiful. It's, it's so an emotional, beautiful. beautiful, like, finely crafted, just... I never Look, finished if you have journey. feelings, you should you play have, Journey. That's just how it. this is. I, like, I was literally at the end, and then my game, like, it was no longer online, and then it just crashed, like, right at the end. And so I just said, fuck it. Oh, that's fair. I was like, bro. <sighs> I just went to sleep sad that night. You thought it went full <laughs> near Automata on you? <laughs> Go full Metal Gear? No, I didn't break my heart. Why you got to hurt yeah. me like that, man? I only only played it for what maybe like an hour. Like I play I played it at uh, uh, Madrid's crib maybe. Oh, for, when I first yeah, yeah, I played I played it for an hour. It's honestly like the most. I mean, it's it's very it's very visually stunning, but the emotions he evoke it's it's like very it's a minimal game. Like there's not is it really not a lot going on, but the amount of detail yeah. they put into it and how <clears throat> yeah. it's just like the emotions it evokes, which is how just how little. There's no dialogue. There there. Yeah, yeah, no dialogue. No, so. It's really sounds, just it's really just scenery yeah. uh, and a beautiful ass soundtrack. A beautiful oh, yeah. soundtrack right. in camera angles, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, in camera angles. In mean, camera angles. It's all in all what, just what, an what, art I mean, piece. Yeah. Take that I mean, if, you, if you really just want to just relax, but also just play a game, it's just something amazing to play. Yeah. Yeah. If you really get into the part of that game, that's the feels. That's not a game I can really just play because it's an hour and a half. To really like do like a platinum run of that game if you know what you're doing, but that's not a game I can just like pop into because towards the end, like it gives you like a lot of positive feelings and it do- does a lot of world building. But the things that start happening <coughs> towards like the last two chapters of the game are just that last act yeah. will like oh yeah it'll mess I you up. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen. I've gotten that far. Oh yeah. yeah. It'll I just, I, to get I, just got, I just got to the, I just got to the good feelings, you know, enjoying the storyline. I was like, <laughs> wow, this is really deep. The lights, the colors, the action, the emotion, the drama, the atmosphere, the atmosphere, the emotion. So, speaking of just beautiful games, one of the first announcements, this is actually during the Game Awards pre-show, mm-hmm. was uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. And that game looks like Scott Pilgrim if it were like a RPG. Yep. And I have and then it has like a lot of the persona style to it. So like some of the characters are based around tarot cards mm-hmm. and they're like wearing masks. And it just the vibe of this game. Sign I don't know much about it, but I'm all in. It's like a Switch exclusive, style. right? Yeah. Yeah. There were actually another big Switch exclusive that was announced was Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. <laughs> that fucked me up because I loved Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2. Oh my Those gosh. games were so much fun. So good. So the way they framed the trailer, so Diablo <laughs> obviously works on the Switch. 
and weren't Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2, like, Diablo-like games? Eh, kind, kind of, of, but it wasn't, like, loot-based. That's the thing about it. It wasn't the loot system. But it's, like, hacky-slashy, like, you're... Yeah. You're, t- you're teaming up with your friends to use all your favorite superpowers in combos. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, you had, like, I always ran with Storm... Black Panther, Spider-Man, yep. and Cyclops. That was my team that I ran I with. I fuck with Deadpool, Wolverine. Wolverine's a good time. Like, <sighs> It's just, hey, you want to just play an X, a good X-Men game? Here's a good X-Men game. So Except it's everybody. The yeah. weird thing about this game, the first Marvel, like, modern Marvel game we've gotten was Spider-Man. This is going to be the second one. This is going to be a Switch exclusive made by Team Ninja. This is just like a really weird story of like Nintendo is publishing a Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Nintendo, are you actually really playing the console game this time? Yo, like this is crazy. So. It's, it's, Who expected has, that though? Honestly, I mean, I we've been asking Nintendo to nobody. do this for years. It I just came on it. like first. I didn't like, even couple see shots. it. <laughs> <laughs> the first couple shots were like Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, oh, oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're making a current Guardians of the Galaxy like non Telltale. I actually want to play the Telltale Guardians game. It's all right. Yeah, I mean, it'll be serviceable, but I want to play a Guardians of the Galaxy game. And like, this is another. The Guardians of the Galaxy story is just another side story, and I like what Telltale did with Batman, which turned out pretty good. Yeah. So I think I'd be. It's not super long, easy platinum. Like there are enough reasons for me to play the Guardians of the Galaxy game that exist, but I'm sitting here thinking I'm like, oh crap, they're bringing like a full fledged Guardians of the Galaxy third person action game, but then. It just kept getting better. They just kept showing. And then the fact that the X-Men are in it. It's Ultimate Alliance. Like, it's the fact that it's Ultimate Alliance. But we got a Marvel versus Capcom without the X-Men. Okay, so first things first. I would like to say this. I would like to say this about Marvel. Marvel has been fucking themselves over for years because of the X-Men. I'm just saying that. This is just the first drop in the bucket of... Okay, now Marvel games can use everything they have. I mean, they should be anyway, but it's just like, God. Yeah. I want a Blade dude. game. Yo! Yo, Yo Blade was in Marvel Ultimate yeah, Alliance, Yeah, he was too. in Ultimate Alliance. I want a Blade game. I know, but a Blade game that's kind of like Devil May Cry would be insane. Ooh. That or like Neo. Ooh, like, that's kind of technical. Exactly. I want to just go out there and just like you kind of just want to go just, hard. I just want to style on a motherfucker. It's Blade. Yeah. He fucking he kicked a needle into a dude's head. I really like how uh, maybe oh, there's what, no way some motherfucker trying to ice like skate up here. What if they did the, the movement like they did uh, Spider Man? Oh, of him just like moving, just you just like just just I real mean, just real style. That would be tight. That would be tight. That would be tight. But since he said Devil May Cry, it's like that's. I mean, that's I mean, the most I mean, stylish I mean, game. I, to be honest, I, that may be what I'm actually thinking. I mean, because Blade is effectively just Dante. So, or Dante's effectively Blade. At yes. some point next week, you're going to have to come over and play the Devil May Cry demo. It's exclusive to Xbox for right now. Okay. But Devil May Cry 5 just got a demo. I know you got like, some Devil dirt. May Cry's on there. On in, your, in your games. Yeah, I've got Devil May Cry. I know I have DMC Definitive Edition. I do need to play Devil that trailer, May Cry 4. I mean that demo though. Play four. Yeah, I I have to have a day where we just play yeah. the Devil May Cry. Yeah, demo. play four or three. Yeah, three still my personal favorite. Play four favorite. or the collection. Definitely Don't play DMC. Three. I 
So I heard somebody give the perspective if DMC just weren't a Devil May Cry game. Oh, the, it, straight up. If DMC was not called DMC Devil May Cry and it was called anything else, that game would have been amazing. They call mm. it. They could have called it CMD and everybody would have been like, Same all here. right, I'm down. Yeah. yeah. Like, also fix the story a little bit because the story kind of tonally goes all over the place. Yeah, like, but... but yeah, it's still if they a just solid didn't try to call it game. Devil May Cry, it would have been awesome. Or kind of like could, how Silent Hill 4, The Room, wasn't called Silent Hill. That game would have been like... It wasn't supposed to be. We don't... Yeah. Heck, the DMC Devil May Cry wasn't even the DMC they wanted to make originally. This was like some half measure because they chickened out on the Dante design because no one liked it. <laughs> and then, well, the PS4 version, is there's DLC where you can just be Dante. Like, I know. I have it. So... There's that. Um, another thing that came up that was really interesting. So we got two different games that look like Fallout, but better. <laughs> oh, oh yes, my body. When I saw that, when I saw that Outer Rim announcement, I don't know if that's the order mm-hmm. you're doing it, but my body. Okay. All yeah, I'm saying I'm... is Fallout. Go ahead and pack your canvas bag right now. Look, <laughs> look. I'm Excuse saying. me, nylon. Correction. Like I love this because Obsidian made my favorite Fallout game. Impressively mm-hmm. in 18 months because Bethesda was like, Yeah, you only have 18 months to make this game. And they were like, There better be bugs in it. Actually, no. It wasn't that yeah, far. It was a solid. They, told, they gave them a bug mandate. It was like, It has to have a minimum. Hey, they screwed bugs. them out of their bonus. Obsidian would have got a bonus if that game got an 85. It got an 84 on Xbox, an 83 on PC, and an 84 on PlayStation. Damn. Some bull. Damn, that's some bull. Right. Yep. Rude. And so then they're doing that. And they're putting it in my favorite type of location. In space! So it looks really solid. And there's also... So Obsidian, we know Microsoft just bought them. But Take-Two is publishing this game. And Take-Two gave Obsidian the money to make this game before Xbox bought Obsidian. So this game is (laughs) coming to PS4, PC, and Xbox. I feel like Here, Xbox wants everybody to play everything. Well, no, no Xbox, matter what. Xbox has been locking down their exclusives. Have they? For I mean, next gen, I just yeah. I don't know. Next gen is going to be. They're going to have some exclusives for but us. This game, I really for y'all, they're going to have some exclusives for y'all. I'm <laughs> curious how they're going to continue the whole PC thing that they've been doing because a lot of their stuff you could also just play on PC. I mean, all of their money like is going forward. Looks like it's going to be in the fact that Game Pass is going to be a service that is just going to be on everything. And then you have, like, our devices will be powerful enough to stream your Game Pass library, which is becoming every day a, like, more solid library. Mm -hmm. And so if you just have this collection of games that you're paying them monthly for and they just have people subscribe to Game Pass, they don't care where you play it. Like, if this app were to come to the Switch... They wouldn't care because you're still paying them the subscription and still playing their games. So for for people who don't know, like myself, this is like Netflix, but for games. So ish, yeah, right conceptually, yeah, right now what, the way it functions is you have to have an Xbox One, and like there are a few games that also work on PC with it, but you pay. $10 a month, this is separate from Xbox Live, separate from everything else. And you get a library of, I believe it's over 100 games. And that includes all of Microsoft's first-party offerings right now. So that Sea of Thieves, uh, State of Decay, when Crackdown 3 comes out, Crackdown 3. And it's always day one. Like You can either buy the game 
or you can get it on Game Pass Day 1, which is what I did with Forza Horizon 4. And so I've literally bought two, three Xbox games since I got my Xbox One. Nier Automata, because I had to. Skate 3, because had I, to. Had to. I had to. And then I bought Red Dead Redemption 1, which I haven't even used, but the fact that I got the Game of the Year edition for like $10. And I can just play it in my Xbox One. So, but besides that, all of the, like, anything that I've played on Xbox other than Fortnite has just been free. Like, PUBG's on there for free. All of the Halo games are on there for free. Mm -hmm. All of the Gears of War games are on there for free. So, right now, the way it functions is you download these games to your console and you play them. But when streaming gets its, when the Xbox streaming technology gets its, like, planted and they can actually use Xbox cloud services but yeah um so you download the games locally and you can play them but when they actually get Microsoft Azure and use the fact that Microsoft is one of the biggest players in cloud computing when the latency issue is no longer a problem, the fact that they're already putting all their games on PC day and date, they're just going to put them into the Game Pass or the Xbox All Access or whatever they call the app. They're going to just put it all on that app. And you can open that app on anything. And because their infrastructure will be powerful enough, you can play these games at a high enough quality on anything. And you're paying them the subscription. It's like Netflix. Netflix doesn't care where you watch Netflix. There's not a Netflix box that you can buy. Netflix is making its money off of you paying a subscription every single month, even if you don't. It doesn't matter how much you use it, but for Xbox, they're trying to get people into Game Pass now, so when next generation rolls around, they'll probably be like, okay, we have two SKUs of our console. This one over here is just for streaming. It's significantly cheaper than anything else out there right now. Like, if they come out with a system... Even if it's something handheld that's like cheaper than the Switch, but you can play all of the next-gen Xbox games on it, that's like a huge move. So that's why next-gen is so interesting, because Xbox is making it very clear. Like, look, this is the plan we're laying out. You guys are seeing the benefits of it now easier. Like, you guys are seeing the infant stages of it, and it's a really good... It's good to see him put the infrastructure. I'm excited yeah. by everything that you just explained. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they're changing. Xbox is setting themselves up. Yeah, for they're the changing the infrastructure of how we buy and play our games. Long, yeah. long game. Yeah, yeah, they fucking yeah. Think about it. They're trying to get everyone into gaming. Like, I love the controllers they've been making. Like, they've oh, been making oh, yeah, it the so accessibility. That, yeah. yeah. Oh, so they're man. like, it, I mean, they're making commercial. it so anyone can access their games, anyone can play their games. It's just like, hey, you're, you're, doing it, you're doing it right. I like how they went from the Duke to like. The accessibility controller. Times have changed, man. (laughs) Yeah. Xbox is a very different brand than it was even five years ago. Trying to get that brand. Lovest Mountain Dew. Yeah. (laughs) So, back at the Game Awards and just some of the announcements that happened. So, you were talking about the, I can never, Outer Worlds, the Obsidian game. Yeah. The other post-apocalyptic, like, nuclear fallout game that was announced that also seems to be like it like it's going to do better than Fallout 76 
because and, it will work. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, this game's going to be extremely it's a little, polished, too. It's a little on more top colorful, too. Is the Far Cry, what's the new Far Cry called? Uh, new Dawn. Far Cry New Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. That looked dope. Two black female protagonists. Are they protagonists? I mean, they're on the box. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like all the antagonists are always on the Fallout or Far Cry boxes. Because if you think yeah, about so that, yeah, that's a good that's true. point. But, well, so, that, well, in but post fall, in, it's post not a Far Cry 3. It's post not a Far Cry 3. That is something out. that I want to say. In a post Far Cry 3 Far world, Cry. yes. Far Cry 1 and 2, the protagonist was on the cover. And Far Cry Primal, it was also. Yeah, but that also had a mammoth on it, so. Well, <laughs> right, right. So I, I guess this is more of a spin off y Fallout. It's yeah. more of a Blood Dragon. Every. Far e Cry. I keep Far saying Fallout. Every year they do a Far Cry spinoff. So Far Cry 3, they did Blood Dragon. Far Cry Blood 4. Blood Dragon's tight. I'm just saying that right now. What'd they do for Far Cry 4? I remember it was something weird, but... uh, No, Far, Far Cry 4 had to have been Primal. Yeah, Far Cry and, 4 goes into Primal. And then Far Cry 5, now they're doing this spinoff where... Up until now, they've used the same mechanics and just put a spin on what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And so they get their mechanics more and more like solidified every year and now they're putting like they'll put you in like okay this is like a numbered fallout or numbered far cry and <laughs> right it's just it's ruining my brain because now they both like the current entries of both of those are directly competing so that's what's like ruining it even more but they have their numbered far cries where it's like okay you're in a new map new like systems to worry about new like stuff and then like they do a half step in between to be like okay so we have this map we have all these assets let's just kind of like put a spin on it and it's always worked out really well like far cry blood dragon is my favorite far cry thing i've ever played yeah but blood dragon is also like <clears throat> tight as fuck like we're talking about it's an 80s this looks tight bright as fuck. neon <laughs> craziness like we got fucking genetically modified neon t-rex dragons yeah like the sh shit's yeah. just tight like blood dragon was gonna be tight either way it kind of sounds like that movie i can't think of the name of it nice movie you know the one though uh-huh it's on netflix <laughs> it's about like a time cop oh kung fury kung yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> So I'm so happy the... I showed that movie to people. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad I found the game. Oh, that game, <laughs> that game is, is fun. Fun. So another thing, speaking of just really fun games, they announced Crash Team Racing Nitro Ooh. Refueled for the PS4 exclusively at launch. Yes. yes. Good. The PS4 needs a baller-ass kart racer. Yes. Yeah, and I think because we're not going to get Mod Nation Racers ever again. Mm -hmm. With that attitude. I mean, right. I mean we're getting United Crash Team Front racing. Games went to yeah, Sleeping Dogs, I and I don't think they're around anymore. Oh, but Sleeping Dogs was tight. Yeah, and everybody thought. That's why I really feel like United Front Games isn't around anymore. Oh. Because I feel like we should have had a Sleeping Dogs 2 by now. Maybe they didn't Sleeping Dogs lie. 1 came out at the end of PS3, Xbox 360, and we don't have a Sleeping Dogs 2 yet. True. Yeah, but Sleeping Dogs was fun. That Platinum was a... Mm, that Platinum's pissing me off. Because <laughs> you got to buy everything. Yeah. And it's just like, so I just got to grind out money now? I've yeah. done everything else. Shouts out to Nier. 
Can I just say I'm, I got really excited when they brought back PlayStation 1 Crash Bandicoot costume just to announce it? Because they didn't do that when they did the trilogy. They oh, just right? showed Crash, a uh, shadow of Crash on the ground. Yeah. I'm, so I, I was, was like, oh, snap. That like, was that just was another hype. one of the really Yo. great Game Awards moments. Like, there were a lot of... Hold on. Shout out to Galactic Ninja for talking about internal affairs. Shout out to him. That's a... That's a Sleeping Dogs did not reach eternal affairs hype, but it was still fun. True. Okay, so we talked about a lot of these, like, smaller games, like mid-sized games. The mid. So we actually got some really big announcements. Ed Boon came on stage Boom. and showed mm -hmm. one of the most hyped trailers 21, 21. of the Game Awards. 21, 21. When, <laughs> when our Discord chat was just 21 and like people are murdering each other on our screens. It's I nice. would like to say, oh, speaking of that game, uh, GameStop Italy had a leak about some of the stuff about that game. So, customizable as fuck. Yeah. Like, uh, There's so, going to be no Johnny Cage. What? We don't need him. Yeah, I never used them, but... I mean, ah, <laughs> uh, nah, I used Casey Cage and MKX, so that wasn't... But it's... You're going to be able to customize your character and their movesets. So, like, the variations, you could just you could just pick your moves yourself. Mm. Okay. That's oh, cool. I heard they're bringing back, like, that uh, like that Shaolin Monk-style shit they had. Shao Kahn's back. Oh. Well, no, the and single player. player seems to be... I, the Shaolin Warriors, like yeah. Mortal Kombat Shaolin Warriors, that seems to be what the single player is going to be around. Maybe. So. We're we're at in the timeline we're at Mortal Kombat Deception, so we have like Evil Raiden. I need uh, Evil the Shadowlands Raiden. are ruled by like the zombified versions of like Luke Cage. Luke Kang. Zombie Luke Kang. Yeah, Shut zombie Luke Kang and Zombie Katana. Like they seem to be in charge over there now. So how you let a zombie rule you? Like I mean, cause the cause we killed the guy who was in charge. Oh, well. You know, yeah. they're kind of just left there. That's fair. But, yeah, uh, I, it just, it was a solid reveal. Yeah. It was a solid moment. Look, finally, we got MK11. Finally. Finally. Yeah, finally. and it's coming out two days before my birthday. And so there's going to be another announcement in January? Yeah, they're doing gameplay. Sure. They're going to show gameplay. Yeah, so, so, so it's like... Nice. I'm sure we're going to get more characters. I'm sure we're going to get, like, they have a pretty short time frame to, like, get out as much as possible so i mean i i like the idea of having the game mostly finished before you announced it <clears throat> yeah yeah, yeah i mean we've fair. been expecting it injustice I mean, 2 was long enough ago yeah no it was a matter of time like we thought it was going to be at e3 we thought it was going to be at evo it was like all right but come to find out it's the game awards and another big thing for if you care about Double Fine and you like adventure games. Psychonauts. Psychonauts Yo. two is coming <laughs> finally. So I'm gonna stream Psychonauts one in celebration. Because I'm plus I need to play it. I so. will say, <laughs> get to the carnival. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah. Get, to, get the to the carnival. I want to do the Psychonauts game and then I want to do the Psychonauts VR game because apparently it's in the engine of Psychonauts two. And it is Ooh. just like kind of like an interstitial. Like it's, a, from what I've heard, it's a short little VR. If you play Psychonauts 1, it's a must play. 
and it's a solid VR title. So how big nice. was the gap between is between uh, Psychonauts one and Psychonauts two? Psychonauts one was a PS2 game. So we're talking we're talking Kingdom Hearts two, Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, with yeah. nothing yeah. in between. With nothing. With, in with nothing. nothing I, can, in between. I can respect that. Yeah. But then also it was like this Don't was double fine, so they went to go make other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like yeah. the, the team made nothing all these years. It's like, no, we got some other <laughs> stuff. Now we some, just need a Brutal Legend 2. Yeah. Do Brutal Legend Justice and Brutal Legend 2 would See, be See, the amazing. problem with Brutal Legend is that it had those RTS elements. If they took out the RTS elements out of that game and made it just the hack and slash... Or make the RTS elements something that people actually... Like, now RTS I don't is believe cool. in console RTSs. They I don't believe now. in them. Go play uh, Into the Breach. Go play <laughs> Halo I played the, Wars. I played XCOM on PS4. XCOM 1 or 2? Two. 2. 2. I don't know. I, <laughs> I personally just don't believe in it because I like having mouse and keyboard oh, for that game. That's one of those games that I just prefer mouse and keyboard for. Civilization is on Switch now, so... Uh, we're, I mean, we're uh, getting there. Uh. So, the biggest bombshell of the night, the thing that literally made it broke computers, like, people were flipping out so hard that, like, property was damaged across the internet. Joker from Persona 5 is coming to Smash Bros. Ultimate as the first DLC character in the season pass. Wait, I thought it'd be second. Piranha Plant is like pre-ordered. He, he's you not, can get him without yeah, the without You can the get DLC him without okay. having the season pass. The first, they're doing five characters in the season pass. Piranha Plant isn't part of that. And Joker's number one. And holy crap. And the I, fact that they said they were going to be using that season pass... Tag characters not from Smash into that game. Yeah, so, I almost had a heart attack. So Sakurai loves Nintendo. <laughs> Literally, Sakurai. If Sakurai made the DLC plan like he did for the last one, we would have gotten more Fire Emblem characters. Ooh. Nintendo is picking the characters that are going into Smash Ultimate and Persona Five to have Joker start off this DLC plan and just My be nigga. the template. I, they <laughs> just the way they showed they that off first. That shit in style. The, fir- the yeah, way they showed that, that off that though, because when they first started, no I was convinced it was just going to be Persona's getting Persona 5's getting ported to Switch, and which then it was just, is not out of the window. Which is still not out of the window. But then all of a sudden, that invitation just flipped. Flipped. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. Right, just me screaming. My neighbors are just like, yo. I'm Madrid just, was like. I mean, petrified. We like got on the Discord audio chat, and he's just like, "I don't. Uh, <laughs> this, this shouldn't be possible." You can check my Twitter. There's like typos. I changed my Avi. It is serious. Yeah. It, it is. Hello, it is, New Maine. It, it was literally serious. after a night of Mortal Kombat getting announced with a 21 Savage music trailer, like with Phil Spencer, Reggie Fils-Aimé, and Sean Layden sharing a stage. Fuck crossplay. Marvel <laughs> Ultimate Alliance 3 getting announced, like, for it Joker to be. and Smash. I told y'all. I, I said they're going to put Persona on there. We're going to get a Persona stage. We're going to get Persona music. And we're either going to get Joker or Morgana. You got, Joker. got yeah, you, you got, got the receipts. I got the receipts. You got the receipts. Yeah. I mean, it's in you, you it's, on, it's on wax. I mean, shit. All I'm saying is I'm going to throw this into the universe. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, mm. I... I there's no reason, for Sora there's no, no reason for Sora not to be in. There's no like Sora. Yeah, Sora would fit in Smash Brothers. He was so good. Don't want him in there. So good with the stage. He's with gonna the be music? so broken. 
Of course it's gonna be broken. Of course it's gonna be broken. <laughs> and what do you expect? I mean, DLC he, character. DLC characters have to be true. broken. I mean, he's got a blade, so I might use. He's him. got a fucking keyblade. Right. It can do. He can do summons, magic, Smash. all those moves Look, that he I, does. I know this isn't logical, but I want Tara Branford from from um, Final Fantasy VI in there, just because it's my favorite Final Fantasy. Also. To be for Smash is also still very possible. That, yeah, because That's so at the true. end of classic mode, it turns into like uh, it's it turns into the end of Nier Automata when you're shooting credits. It's literally the same fucking thing. You're right about yeah, that. Yeah, that. If, true. if they do to be for Smash, I'm bringing it back when we did the intro for that. Yeah, just, oh, yeah. Because, it was, yeah. just because it's like nigga, it was right here. You heard it here first. Cheese the controller podcast. We're with the shits. Mm-hmm. That could be a tagline. Y'all Cheese the controller know that. podcast. We're with the shits. Cheesy boys in the building. Fuck if you lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I like that. <sighs> okay, then what other DLC characters do we want to see in Smash? Uh, besides those three, we could do a Banjo Kazooie and like a yeah, get... Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, I'm still down for Crash Bandicoot. I'm, I'm still down for Tiny. Straight up, it's just, just straight up, just another big boy. Give us Tiny. Yeah. Yo, that'd be dope. Yeah. Can we fuck with that? Heck. Put Spyro in there. What's up? Spyro? Spyro? That'd, Spyro? Be, that'd, be, that'd be interesting. Oh. They would have you know what? Fuck it. Put everybody in it. If you've ever been a video game mascot, put him in Smash. Just also, go. Yeah, fuck it. Like, All of them. Just also, because. Master Chief. Oh, my oh, fucking God. God. Master Chief. Oh, my fucking God. Master Chief, yeah. and, Master Chief yeah. and Fortnite characters. No. Just straight up. What if the shoot dance makes it into Smash? That's their final smash. They just come and just shoot. And then you get sued. Or just like, that's that's a hit. The Millie Rock. Just Millie Rock. And just like, and then you get hit with a lawsuit. Oh, oh, oh my god. That would be that would be, be, be crazy. That would be fuego. That'd be crazy. Ace mm. Attorney. Not, that's what I want to see. You know what? Make Smash the crossover right, game we're all playing in 2019. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Like Tekken's fun, but make Smash yeah, yeah, the crossover yeah. game we're all playing. Fuck Infinity War in game. Smash yeah, Brothers is the most it. ambitious crossover. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Smash is the crossover game we're currently playing in 2018, so it'll just continue to be our crossover fighter into 2019. True. Yeah. So, I'm just going to run through some of the important winners from the Game Awards because we got some just, like, interesting things happen. I really thought Red Dead Redemption 2 was going to sweep the whole night because... They did in the beginning. Huh? They did in the beginning. Yeah, but I mean, the over... Well, I'll get... To the overarching. So, best esports player, Sonic Fox won. Hey, my boy. He's been winning hey. Evos since like 2011. My nigga. It's disgusting. Oh, wow. He's the best Injustice 2 player in the world and the best Dragon Ball Fighters player in the world. Ooh. So, and that's just like his actual like FGC ranking is number one in both of those games. Yeah. Which is insane. Because of that C Switch. Best esports game, Overwatch won, which was. Well deserved. I feel like the Overwatch League did a lot of really big things this year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of which, if you bought Overwatch League skins, your away skins are now free in game. And if you had the Overwatch All Access Pass, and they gave you, you both get the away variants of the home skins they gave you and the home variants of the away skins they gave you. So oh. the Overwatch All Access Pass has literally given you enough skins in the first year to just more than pay for what you paid for the all-access pass. Um, best multiplayer game, Fortnite. 
It and was I, inevitable. Yeah, I feel like it, it actually was happened. deserved. I don't for the sole fact that if you boot it up, doesn't it still say in beta? Yeah. I mean, it's going like, to say that. But it did some of the biggest things in multiplayer this yeah, year. Yeah, no, that's the thing about it. I it respect what it is. It's just like... It ushered in cross-platform play on did. a much bigger level than any other game. And then mm. the in-game events were next level. No game, still, to this day, no game has done world-changing events the way Fortnite did them. And that well, isn't can, an MMO. MMOs yeah. don't do it like that. Oh, you weren't there for, like, the beginning of Cataclysm. Like, beginning of Cataclysm, World of Warcraft, we're all minding our own business. Half the world gets annihilated by this flying dragon. Did you see the flying yes. dragon annihilate the world? Okay. You, we saw the dragon annihilate the world. And we, heck, when Lich King came out, a literal zombie apocalypse started happening. Zombies started spawning in the cities. When you fought them, you got infected, which would infect other players. And then more zombies would spawn. Okay. Lich King was tight. Shout out to Lich King. I just haven't, this, personally for me, I've just never seen the game do the things. And I mean, this year, nothing has done the things on a multiplayer level that Fortnite has done in the last year. Love it or hate it, you have to respect what Fortnite has done. Oh, yeah. So, it's just not my bag. Best family mm -hmm. game, Overcooked 2. Good. Yeah. Nice. There were some other games in the, this is just a weird category, but I feel like Overcooked 2 is a game you can play with the family no matter what. That's Unless true. you work in the restaurant industry, because then it brings out the worst in you. Then you get a cigarette afterwards. <laughs> just, just wash the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> wash the dishes. Get out of my way. I'm trying to get this food out the window. Just turn it into Give Gordon Ramsay. Give me a damn tomato now. <laughs> oh, man. Dad, I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to say I'm sick. Like Both. <laughs> yeah. I don't give I'm a sick. fuck. You are not going back to work. <laughs> So After we're just getting some drinks. Yeah. <laughs> best fighting game, Dragon Ball Fighters. Unequivocally. Uh, obviously. Like, so I, I watch, I've been watching fighting no. game tournaments for five, since 2010. I've never seen numbers like Dragon Ball. Yep. And I'm not talking about just evil. I'm talking about it in general. Yeah. I've never seen numbers like Dragon Ball. Okay. And then also, it's one of the more entertaining games to watch because it's flashy as fuck. Yeah, oh, so it fun. looks so like stylish. Yeah. The amount of hype. We all hate Bardock, but when his level three turns on, that's true. Just, whew, yeah, get hype. So, best mobile game went to Florence, which if you haven't played it, it's like five dollars on the iOS or Android store. It's like forty-five minutes, and it is a game that will move you. So I don't want to just go go into it knowing it won mobile game of the year, and it's five dollars and it's totally worth it. And good to see mobile games getting a little something. I feel like that's a platform that's underutilized because yeah. of a terrible, terrible monetization system. But that's well, I mean, Game Awards has has had a mobile game category every year. Like Fire Emblem Heroes won last year. Yeah, yeah. and so, I, and I'm happy to see it every single time. Yeah, because I feel like you know. I mean, you cannot deny that mobile games or games on your phone are the most played games out there. I mean, no, as a platform, it is the most played. Oh yeah, just yeah. I mean, Fortnite's on your phone now, man. Right, like <laughs> Fortnite's but, hands down. That's not where I'm going to like use the way I heard it coming from Chris. Is that like for us? And I oh, know no, for, no, us. for us. Oh, 
Most heavy, oh, heavy like hardcore gamers phone. will say no mobile games don't count, but <laughs> I mean, if you're looking at the mobile statistics, games are like quality, there are experiences that I will play yeah. on my phone. Like games have gotten to the space point. plan. Space plan's excellent. I've got back into Fire Emblem Heroes. Like book three just came out. Ooh, books. Oh man, <laughs> Fire Emblem Heroes got a plot. And okay. that is a plot. Yeah. Isn't that just the waifu wars? Pokemon Go? I mean, oh, no. The waifu wars have expanded. Yes. There are new waifus, oh, and I God. got two oh, of the... There are original waifus going to war now. And Hispandos. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, yeah. Book three came out. I was like, let me just hop back into Fire Emblem Heroes. Got so many orbs that I did, like, three full summons. Got several waifus. Got several characters. And I'm, like, <laughs> looking at their stats. I'm just like, wow. These are... Oh, yeah, the new units are kind of dumb, but then Fire Emblem Heroes is a... Yeah, Fire Emblem Heroes is a solid game, and I, for anybody looking for something to hop into, you, um, hit me up on the Discord. I'll play some Fire Emblem Heroes with you. Um, so, best performance went to Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan. Solid. I mean, he... Yeah. He, he was, delivered. That was a he real character. He captured yeah. being a savage. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It, yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, the Rockstar always has great, great voice actors, but Arthur oh, Morgan. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. If any, yeah, yeah. I, I 100% understand that. Yeah. yeah so was truth. this was when we were like, oh crap, Red Dead's really gonna sweep. Yeah. Because like right after that, best audio design went to Red Dead. Mm-hmm. I really did like. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess the, it makes sense. The fact that the quality of the clopping changed based on your terrain, like it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I like the technical. I like Red Dead more as a technical accomplishment more than I like it as a game. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel mean, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that, even still, I play that game just to go somewhere else. Yeah, if you want to live a, a separate life, like it's that detail. Yeah, like I care more about the online, like. I want to get on with my. I want to get ignorant. Like I have a new character yeah, where I'm just you, terrible. I mean, if you want to get ignorant, you should Red play Dead Online is pretty. You should uh, play with me, Jawan, and uh, Darren. Yeah, we're I, actually evil. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all out there being bad, bro. We're hogtying niggas. I, I set somebody on fire. Damn. Darren fucking lassoed him with old Busty and then <laughs> took him for a ride. It was bad. It was bad. Okay, so. <laughs> Games for Impact, or Best Indie and Games for Impact, Celeste won both of those. And for anybody who hasn't played Celeste, it's on PS4, and I believe Xbox One now. It, I, and I actually want to go play it on PS4, because it's a game that deals with depression in a really interesting war. By being really, a platformer. Yeah, it's like a brutal platformer that like you can make as easy as possible, but the game's co constantly encouraging you, like, you can do this. You're better than you think you are. And then it was really great to have the devs go up on stage and, like, give a message about depression and, like, dealing with some of the struggles that people who deal with depression face. Passion, and, pain, and demon slaying. Um, Kid Cudi. I mean, Kid Cudi should play Celeste. I think he'd like a good soundtrack. Kid Cudi, if you're listening, please. Somebody Celeste. get Celeste to Kid Cudi. <laughs> he has to have a switch. If he's not already playing it. Yeah. Or if he hasn't mm -hmm. already platinumed it. <laughs> oh, because the soundtrack's solid. Hearing Kid Cudi hum, like, hum the soundtrack to Celeste mm -hmm. could be like some quality. Mm -hmm. That's something I, I'd buy mm -hmm. that album. <laughs> yeah. I'd buy a lot of things Kid Cudi puts out. Just mm -hmm. straight up. 
So best art direction is a game I never heard of, or I've heard of the game, but I was just, I it wasn't really on my radar, and now I need to play this game. It's called Return of the Obra Dinn, and apparently oh, yeah. the entire style of the game is like if you took pictures with the Game Boy camera. Yeah, it's... It's yeah. a it's an interesting game. What you're trying Chris's to do is face. you're trying to figure out what happened on the ship, but you don't have all the information, so you got to piece together oh, what's shit. going on. Is it from the Papers Please developers? I think it might be. Okay, I I oh, if really you haven't played pap Papers Please, play that. If you ever want to know how a monotonous office job can really just tear into your soul, so Papers Please is now available on Vita. So if you got a Vita, play it there. New Trophies. Vita. New Vita. That's coming to console? It's already on what? console. It's on console? Return. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I It's on my radar, but I haven't really gotten to dive into it. Um, best narrative went to Red Dead Redemption 2. Of course. Best ongoing game went to Fortnite. Of course. And then we get into it. Best <laughs> game direction is God of War. Which yeah. anybody who's played yeah. God of War, 100%. it's one, it's one fucking I shot. Say, I will say, I, I liked watching the developers talk about it before the Game Awards, and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna do this one camera angle," and then Hellblade comes out doing the exact same thing. I mean, yeah. God of War, God of War did had direction in ways other games just don't even like. I like yeah. God of War actually shown the fact that we understand the cinematography language for game and we can combine it with game design at this point. Right. Like we're not copying movies. We understand the language now. So we're just doing our own thing with it. And it's tight. It's yeah. yeah. God of War also won uh, best action adventure game, which I can't really argue with that yep. like god of war was one of the was an adventure yeah. with a lot of yeah. action yeah. in one day one day it was one day it was one day it was a solid 24 one was fucking day <laughs> oh man it's, it's probably like 20 hours yeah it's wow. like a solid 20 hours yeah yeah and i mean I'm you it. it's one yes. continuous Josh, shot the yeah. camera I'm never cuts yeah, i'm probably gonna play that this weekend yeah, yes. like I'm, I'm enough in this Spartan man, and I can I can let it go for just a little bit just to pick something else up. Yeah, this would be the perfect game to pick yeah. up. God yeah, God of War okay. is really it's, God of War is currently my game of the year. Yeah, I got I got, like, I got a four day weekend coming up, so I got time for I got time for gaming. Yeah, okay. Uh, best action game was Dead Cells, which you can also download. Ah, uh, Dead so. Cells. That's a good one. It's a fun game. It's yeah, fun. Mm -hmm. we we gushed over Dead Cells for like two solid episodes. So we'll give it's yeah. nothing like a game that's willing to punch you in the fucking face. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. choke you out. Okay, and then <laughs> yes, overall, <laughs> step on me. <laughs> overall game of the year, it was it really came down to Red Dead or God of War, and God of War took it, and I agree with that because like took it by the axe. Yeah, yeah. I believe I believe y'all called it when. Way back when. Yeah, it yeah. came out in April, and back oh, then like, we were this like, is game of the <laughs> it's going to be hard to top this. Like, yeah. with all the stuff, including Red Dead coming out, it was going to be hard to beat God of War. That's true. And for me, Red Dead did not, has, has not beaten God of War. Spider-Man did not beat God of War. See, for I, me, Spider-Man beat God of War. And I mean, we got we got game of the year coming up in the next yeah. couple weeks. So yeah. we're, we're going to have We're going to be a conversation. We're going to touch on that. We're going to get all in that. But so Thursday night was the Game Awards. Saturday morning, <coughs> Kind of Funny had their Kind of Funny Game Showcase, which if, nice. you, 
if you haven't watched it, I recommend watching it. It's a lot of indie games and not everything there is for everyone. They had some pretty big games. They also had... So it was 69 minutes long and they had 69 games. And if you're not down for at least 10 of those games, like, I don't know what you're doing. I've already gotten one of the games from the showcase. And what's uh, that? Subsur or Quarantine Circular from Mike Bithell. So the guy who made Thomas was alone, then went and made Volume, which was his homage to Metal Gear Solid. And then he then made Subsurface Circular, which is on Switch, which is super cheap. It's su it's a narrative game mm. where you're like trying to solve a mystery. And so the sequel to that, Quarantine Circular, released day and date with the thing. And I mean, anything Mike Bithell does now, I'm down for. Like after playing Thomas Was Alone, I'm super oh, yeah. down for. Thomas Was Alone. Uh, they showed. Uh, so you can watch the showcase at kindoffunny.com slash showcase. And I just recommend the intro was literally a conversation of people explaining why they played games and like developers explaining why they created games. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I make games because I like to make people laugh. I play games because they're funny and stuff like that. And it kind of like balanced out. And then like the second half of it was. Like, developers thanking players for playing and, like, games media and, like, just people who were no Twitch streamers and, like, Major Nelson for from Xbox and just all these people saying, thank you for creating. And, like, it just, it was one of those moments in the industry that, like, I'm sitting here watching this. Like, I was watching the Game Awards and I'm like, there's no reason why the Cheesy Controller podcast should not within the next five years to be involved in the game awards. Like we got to be handing out trophies. Like there's no reason for us not to, there's no reason for us not to. I'll give us two. I believe we can. Yeah. I'll give I us two. Do and then two. Let's get it. Yeah. Let's get there. Put it out there. We're yeah, out you're right. You're right. The cheesy boys could really like add something to that show because we all have the reverence for games and we all just, we have the respect for the industry that a lot of the people that they had. Look, all I'm saying is just bury me with my copy of Final Fantasy VI and my copy of Nier Automata and my copy of Emerald. That's all I ask. Easy to remember. Easy to remember. Write it down. Somewhere. I'm going to raid you Persona Five because <laughs> I, I, and, and and Persona Three. I need that game. Just bury that that new I, copies. I, just put me on oh, no, my classics. I bought another copy of that game because it was on sale digitally. I mean, heck, that's Steelbox. That's yeah, Steelbox. I have the Steelbox. It looks so clean. It's so clean. <laughs> I think everybody but Chris both has it digitally and the Steelbook. That's I do true. not have it digitally. Oh, okay. I so we all have I just it. don't have but it. But actually, speaking of Persona, I got Persona 2 now. I got Persona 1 through 4 on my Vita. On your way? New Vita. New Vita. New Vita. New Vita. So they just need to port Persona 5 to either Vita or Switch. Or it's coming both. to Switch. It has to I've said Switch. it a thousand times. I'll say it a million times. I think, and if I cannot I say it a million times, I'll say it a billion when times. When it comes to Switch, and you can you can quote me on this, I'll actually like really, really give it a chance. Ooh. Mm. I don't, you I'm should like, give it a chance before that. But you should give it a chance now. now because it's great. But still, I get it. Yeah, I understand. I don't know. For whatever reason, Switch has been my main console now. I, That's like, I other than Smash Bros. It it's year, portable. I mean, Smash yeah. Bros. and Pokemon back to back has really just been like oh, plus Smash having Stardew Valley on there, plus having Rocket League on there. It's it's my console. Ooh, have you played the multiplayer yet? Uh, for Stardew? No, no. Is it it went out today, right? It went on Switch. I think. 
just update my copy. It just said, like, multiplayer's life. I didn't know if that was for everything. (laughs) They've already announced that it was coming to Switch. I mean, I would totally get it, but it's like, damn, I am playing a lot of games right now. (laughs) I mean, it won't hurt me to have it. That's my thing. I don't need to get back (laughs) into Stardew. Exactly. I don't want to, like... I'm like, I got Red Dead to play. I can work on my Persona Platinum. I have I too many keep fucking getting Switch good games. at Smash Brothers. Yeah. I can finish Pokemon. Finish Pokemon. It's that coming. last battles. Dog, that's a good game. Like Pokemon. That. Mm-hmm. I told you, bro. That's up there for me. <laughs> nice. I'm glad you. I'm glad you. He hate. came around on it. You know, I'm like, bro, watch, you know, watch Chris you know, be the main one. <laughs> you know, the person you hated in high school became your best friend. It's okay to be That's wrong, what Chris. Pokemon was to me. Me and Ashton had real beef uh, freshman right. year. See? <laughs> real beef. Real Actually, beef. me and I slick had beef with Jalen when I first met him. So. <laughs> oh, you're a nerd too? Fuck you. This right. is my niche. <laughs> I'm the only motherfucker around here playing Pokemon. Yeah, me too. I mean, oh, it, do you want to trade? <laughs> like, you trying to battle, though? You trying to trade, though? But we got different copies, bro. That's true. Very true. The power of having different copies. The power of having different copies. And Captain Underpants. But yeah. that's a throwback. Ooh. Super deep cut. You got to flip the page real fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cinematic. So the last thing that I super want to touch on before we get into wrapping up the episode um from the kind of funny game showcase they showed judgment from sega which is the new game my from the body yakuza. is ready <laughs> it's a new game from the yakuza developer formerly project judge eyes now they've announced that unlike yakuza this game is getting an english dub and it seems Nessie. like they're treating it with care it's and i mean they know we love that kind of game now yeah. So it, they're willing to treat us right. It looks there's, pretty good. There's an mm-hmm. audience established for it in America, and I mean... Because now, it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's good, but they had a hard time proving... For a long time, Sega was like, and eh, maybe... Like, every single Yakuza game was almost a fight to get it out in North America. Yeah. And now Judgment is getting the full, like, proper treatment that... I feel like now that they're... Doing the Yakuza Kiwami series where they're remaking all the old Yakuza games, I feel like they can really put the time and effort. Maybe Yakuza Kiwami Three will have an English dub because that really help. that really has to be what's next from that developer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Chris, go watch that showcase. There are a lot of things in okay. there that I'm like, oh, why is Chris not already playing this? That's fair. Okay. It, was, it was a lot the of light. strong indie games, and they announced the Danganronpa trilogy is coming to PS4. Hallelujah! Like, Yo. Ooh. All three games Ooh. are already there, but for $60 now, you can get all three. Which, <laughs> I mean, it's okay. right now like $100 to get all three on PS4. So I'm just going to really? wait on Even that. if you pull up the GameStop yeah. and, <laughs> and catch that sale? Get, like, it's I mean, unless you get it on Vita. No, not things. Vita is still. I want to stream it though. It's more expensive yeah. for me to get because I have Danganronpa one on Vita. It's more expensive for me to get two and three on Vita than it is to get like the trilogy on PS4 when this comes out. Work. Yeah. So remember, you can follow us all collectively. Wait, 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 wait! Don't Do we, we got a Twitter question? 
Oh, we do oh, have a Twitter question. Oh, oh yes, it's time for me to talk about game monetization for a good few minutes. We uh, forgot AAA about you. industry, stop fucking up. Wait, hold on. Who, Wait, who yeah, asked the Twitter question? I'm bringing it Let's up because I forgot to Let's put shout it him out because he's, he's, he's been sliding in our messages. Yeah. We got one of those long time first times, and it felt really yeah, good. Yeah, you know what? Long so time gonna, first time. Remember, you can send in your questions to at Cheesy Controller without the last E on Twitter, just like at Walking Donut did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shouts out to Walking Donut. Shout out good. to Walking Donut. Walking Donut said, Yo, loved your la- latest podcast. True. Paying for loot boxes kind of sucks. It does. Mm-hmm. Sure, win something every time, but would I want to keep investing in the chance that I might get the thing that I want? They got you addic- They got you addicted to like gambling. I'd rather just pay. Thoughts. And I agree with that. If a game just let gave me the. That's currently how like a lot of games are handling Heroes DLC. Heroes of the Storm, League of Legends. Yeah. I mean, even outside of that, like Persona Dancing and just a lot of games where you and Taiko no Tatsujin, and for me, someone who's been playing a lot of rhythm games lately, you only buy the songs or the characters that you want. You don't, and you're not buying a loot box to be like, hey, maybe I'll get the song that I want. And I can agree with that. Like, I'll pay you a small to get like the exact thing that I want from your game but that's not really a sustainable monetization method for a lot of games like Overwatch if they just let you buy what you'd want they'd make a lot less money and then they'd have to also charge you for characters and maps which is one of the reasons I don't think they'd have to start charging you for characters and maps considering like yeah you wouldn't be dropping $3,000 on a loot box for like or $500 on an event when you're trying to buy 50 million loot boxes to get your one skin you want. But you'd probably buy every single skin that came out. And no. if they charge the right price, you probably, with every fire skin that comes out with Overwatch, you'd probably get every they single one of them. They charge me a dollar a skin? And no, it'd be... with, it, like, $2 for the little, like, intro and all that jazz. Like, all that, you'd probably still be spending a good I mean, quality it, amount of money. I mean, let's let's say Instead like, with, like well, let's say you if you buy five hundred dollars worth of loot boxes, every third loot box you don't get a skin, right? So you're still buying more every just to get third, it. Every like tenth loot box you get a skin, right? So they're pretty much robbing you of this money just it's to gambling. make you like continue to go and get what you oh, yeah, want. Definitely, like the way Overwatch is doing it, like in that way, is kind of like that's real cheap on I w- us. I would like to say even a couple if they are giving first. us like. Maps and characters for free. Yeah, every like, I don't care. Like, if one person's Overwatch giving you that like, much money, then like Overwatch is the one place where I'm like, okay, yeah, it's well, cool. It makes sense. A lot of other games that have loot boxes I'd as their monetization it. model, I, would I rather don't buy it though. Like, just yeah, straight up. I wish Destiny had it where you could just buy what you wanted instead of having because oh, both. Fuck no, I'm not spending any extra money on Destiny. I nope. paid for expansions. Not I paid good. for. But imagine if. They made the loot boxes to where you actually wanted to buy them and gave us, gave us all the content for free. Imagine Definitely if everything that we've paid several hundred dollars for now at this point in Destiny was free. Like expansions? Yeah. Expansions, raids, content updates. Imagine if just all of that. We Because at this point, now on Destiny 2, 
We Destiny s- Two servers would be closed down. We by spent now, about two hundred dollars on Destiny Two. We spent close to two hundred dollars each on Destiny Two. So right. Imagine if that were just sixty dollars and that game was Bungie would have shut them down. It would be like, no, no, no. Activision would have Activision would have been like, fuck you. Activision didn't shut down Overwatch. Yeah, but here's something else about Overwatch though. Overwatch is still selling physical copies really well. Like, Anton, how many copies of Overwatch you have? Only two. One physical, one digital. Only two. Chris has more physical or has bought more physical copies than You're I, right, have. I have. No, but that's the thing. I'm. <laughs> that's my point, though. <laughs> it's like Overwatch is able to do that because, remember, they're still selling multiple copies of that game. That game is still being sold. And then yeah. on top of that, it's... First things first, we got to acknowledge the fact that these loot boxes started off in a FIFA game, FIFA 2006. That's when this all starts. And EA currently, half of their revenue is coming from loot boxes. Yeah, a lot of the it big publishers. It is unsustainable. That's the, th- that's the number one thing about loot boxes. This is not sustainable. Governments are already getting ready to fuck this shit up. It's Belgium's already treat EA and Belgium are already in the case right now because EA doesn't want to take uh, loot boxes out of FIFA. So what's probably going to end up happening is that a lot of these games are going to get their ESRB ratings jacked up to be more in line with the legal gambling rules. And then those loot boxes are going to get taxed as gambling. And then with the whole selling and the monetization of it, the thing with Destiny is I'm willing to buy expansions with – I would rather buy expansions with Destiny – then the buy loot boxes. And that's just because, one, I treat Destiny more as an MMO than a standard console game. Mm-hmm. And then with the whole... Where the fuck are my thoughts? It's not sustainable, it's gambling, and it's design, and it's turning children into gambling addicts. Like, that's a thing that's happening. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had the gambling corner in Pokemon when we were kids. Yeah, but at least it was in game currency. Fine. At least yeah. it was in-game currency. It was that's in-game true. currency. And that's and that's the thing about it. Overwatch could just give coins a monetary value, let us buy coins, and everything gets solved. Loot boxes aren't needed. It's just a greedy way of getting more money because these shareholders want all the money. It's not that they want money. They want all the money. Because you hear reports every single year about games that sold 5, 6, 10 million copies being considered a failure. Yeah, I mean, you want the whole pie. When you want all of it instead of some of it. Some of it. So this is a greed model that isn't sustainable. And I don't think EA... The hammer's coming. Hawaii's already considered it gambling, and they're probably going to start taxing it soon. Europe's already on it. They're probably going to start taxing it soon if they don't all, all right ban it for that rating. Would... Uh, slot, not slot machines, but those coin machines where you get the toys, would those be considered gambling? Pachingo machines? That's how Japan gets not, around not their gambling. Pachingo, not Pachingo. I'm thinking like homies. Like, you, you're, like, <laughs> like you're looking at the homies thing, yes. right? You're looking, at, mean, the, you're looking at the yes. homies thing. We're like, yo, yeah. I want that one. You throw a quarter in, you don't get that one. You, you throw another quarter in. You don't get the you don't get the homie that you, that you, that yeah. you looked at. You see, I want that. I'm going to give you money. I may not get that, but there is a chance that I will. Yeah. But that's the thing about it. Then the thrill stops becoming, yeah, but then after a while, it stops being about the item itself, but about that rush you get from turning the thing. Like, is this, this the time? Is this not the time? Is this the loot yeah. box? Like, the more you go- use it, the more it just turns into gambling. 
And that's the real problem with loot boxes. Now, if loot boxes were, let's say, just tied to a progression system, and I don't mean like how Battlefront did it. I mean how Overwatch does it. You play X amount of times, you're the loot box. Have fun. That's fine. No one cares. Like, the problem is the fact that this is gambling and that the fact that these are like the sole monetization of these games. And it's not sustainable. And the hammer's already coming. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, I don't have anywhere near the level of problem that a lot of people have with it. But I also understand monetization in games like right now i feel like next gen games are going to go up 10 to 20 dollars i don't know because if you also look at it ea hasn't been spending as much their development costs have actually been going down not think about activision destiny 2's budget is like infinitely more than destiny 1 and then on top of that like the fact that Developing games across the board, Ubisoft games are costing more and more every year. Assassin's Creed is costing more and more every I can't, year. I can't, I can't say that I fully believe that because of how much of the assets they're still flipping in that stuff. Yeah, they are using a lot of assets, but they're also building a lot of new things. And think about it. Rockstar puts out a game every how many years, and you can't say Red Dead 2 is an asset flip of GTA 5. And the reason Red Dead 2 had such a big budget is because of the microtransactions that the money Rockstar is continuing to make on GTA Online. But then once again, GTA Online doesn't use a predatory system like that. That's true. You buy what you want. Right. And so, so like, that's like totally the problem different. isn't the fact that you're monetizing these games with microtransactions. It's the fact that loot boxes are predatory. Oh, yeah, you're spicing yeah. it up with a little bit of gambling on the side. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing about it. It's like, no one's saying, oh, it's bad to spend money, extra money on your favorite video games through, like, microtransactions. No one gives a fuck. Right, because Fortnite loot boxes is... are specifically predatory. Yeah. Like, with I like Fortnite. How, I like how Fortnite does it better than I like how Overwatch does it. Because both of those, I'm in it for skins. I'm in it for... <laughs> That's the thing about it. Yeah. And also, I see, I see Overwatch at some point next year. I'm saying it right now. At some point next year, after the whole loot box ban hammer's coming on, loot box is going to be strictly level-up rewards, and then the coins are going to have a monetary value. That's what's going to happen. And then you could just buy the amount of coins you want and spend those coins wherever you want. Right? Yeah. I see that kind of inflating the price of things because if you think about it event skins are 3000 coins and which means you're probably going to have to spend a solid at least $10 yeah per skin yeah, yeah it, they'll figure that nothing out nothing compared to like getting buying a bunch of loot boxes and then buying still $50 not, of worth of loot boxes and, and still not, getting not a single getting thing that you skin. want you still spent $40 more than you did just buying it out true yeah that's the thing about it it's like it's the problem isn't the microtransactions. The problem is the fact that loot boxes are like get predatory gambling machines. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, it's I the just, method, not the thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you. Let me find the name again. Walking, walking donut. donut. Thank you, How Walking you Donut, that? for That's the amazing a beautiful name. Yeah, that sounds you. like a Katamari <laughs> reference. Right. <laughs> sounds like a Donut County reference. If you haven't played Donut <laughs> County yet, go play that. Isn't Katamari coming to Switch? Katamari's are it, Katamari screwed itself because it came out on Switch the same day as Smash. Oh. <laughs> so Katamari. Well, actually, no. It's a good game to relax after the AI kicks your ass for the fourteenth time. Yo, shout out to Yo. Smash. Yeah, I, shout out to Smash. Like, but also, this is a really good game. There have been times where I almost chucked my Switch. Oh, yo, no, but 
the AI can go fuck itself. Straight up. Isabel. I'll see you in I'm looking hell. at you. Don't talk about my child like that. Nah. Crom, mm-hmm. I'm looking at you. Mega mm-hmm. Man and your stupid fucking map. I'm looking at you. Palatina <laughs> and yo, oh my God. What a ridiculous fucking map. Mm. You can go to hell. All right. So it seems like our stream just died. And on that note, I'm going to end the episode. Remember, you can follow us all collectively on Twitter and Instagram at Cheesy Controller. You can watch the stream live every Wednesday when it doesn't die on us a hundred times for unknown reasons on twitch.tv slash Anton63Xs. You can follow me on Twitter at Anton63Xs. Madrid. SpeedwagonX. Chris. Chef and Chris. Josh. I know Jones. Jalen. Squid Bishop. Remember, this has been a No It's Good production. And until next time, keep it cheesy. Cheesy.